know, it's 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 that it's that time it's that time again because we're back with the thing. Uh, let me just do one thing quickly here. Let's go into airplane mode just to make sure so this thing doesn't. I think that's what caused the audio issues last time. Is things coming notifications coming in or something? Uh, so okay. I, I, I'm just guessing because I heard a couple of things in it. I don't know right. why. So yes, we are back, uh, converging tangentially, uh, and. Uh, it's been a couple weeks. I was uh, we had Isabel's art show, mm-hmm. which was good. Isabel, just want to say it was very good. We were very impressed. Yes, I'm biased as hell. It was outstanding. It was very good. Large crowd. It was great. Good crowd. Yeah, uh, I am actually wearing a hoodie that I wore when I was painting the walls oh, okay. uh, of the gallery, so you can see that they have it has white uh, marks on it. And then the week after that, I was in Florida at the Comparative Cognition Society conference, uh, where the banquet. A couple of funny things happened. Uh, first, I walked up in line, and I said, and the woman looks at me, who's the bartender, and says, uh, double Bombay martini, twist of lemon, no olives. And I said, how do you know that? She said, that's what you get all the time. You're I legendary. Said, I said, but I have been back. She said, and your friend with the beard gets, and it's my buddy Rob. And she, I said, you're very good at this. She said, oh, I know. <laughs> and I expect a large tip. Oh, I tipped her well. Uh, and then we're sitting there, and it's getting it's the, end of the, the festivities are over, but people are hanging out. Mm-hmm. And I, I got up to, I just got up, I, I got the hiccups. So I got up to go up to my room, because it's in the hotel, right. and I'm hiccuping. And I thought, I'll just, I'll just slug a bunch of water, I'll be fine, I'll go back downstairs. I left my drink there, the whole thing. Mm-hmm. It took 45 minutes to get rid of the hiccups. <laughs> I was so drained after that, I went to sleep. <laughs> so that was, a, that, that was, that was what happened. Uh, that was my highlight of my uh, trip. Besides the fact that, of course, Air Canada canceled my right. flight on the way there, as they always do. But yep. it always worked out. Yep. So, um, but while I was away... <laughs> well, I was at work. Yes, Ken like, was actually- a, like a schlub, <laughs> working for the man. Working for the man. Working for the man every night and day. That's yeah, right. uh, rolling on the river. But yeah, so we were. Um, so what happened? And the, I guess this. Uh, when did this Cambridge Analytica thing break? Uh, just around the time we did the last one. I think you're right. Yeah, you're right. and we were like, oh, this would be great, and then we just didn't have time That's to, right. That's to do right. it. So yeah, yeah. Uh, I got the I got the notification today. Right. Because it says one of my friends had logged into your digital life. Well, when, and if I knew who it was, it'd be one of my blocked former friends. Uh, unless it was my... See, my mom wouldn't do that. So no, it's not my mom. My brother and my sister wouldn't do it. Yeah. So I know it's no, it's no family member. Right. So And I know Isabel wouldn't do it. Maddie wouldn't do it. And John wouldn't do it. So it's nobody I'm related to. I know it's not me. And because, I'm sure it's not you. Because I didn't do it and no one did it to me. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. I just find it biblical. It's just like... One of one of these friends will betray you this night, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and your all your data will be scraped. That's right, uh, and also you will be uh, crucified. But uh, by an by a shadowy organization that actually would like to think it's a shadowy organization. See, that's the beauty that's of the this best whole thing. Part, right? Yeah, they actually want to be super villains. I know. I know. You sent me a thing today. What was it that they? They had, so Cambridge Analytica is actually more like a shell for SCL group, which was created in the 90s and, um, you know, by a, a Cambridge, uh, <laughs> Cambridge-based researcher. I'm yeah. sure they're trying to create some separation there. It's been for over a thousand years. I'm sure a lot of assholes have come out of that place. More than so. likely. <laughs> but SCL group is also the brainchild of a guy that did a lot of marketing and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So they, like, like, they, they, they kind of advertise themselves to potential clients as like supervillains, where they they have influenced elections in developing world, like developing countries, yeah. and they're like 
proud of it. Like, and they've done yes. psyops uh, uh, campaigns for military regimes, and they're proud of it. Yeah. So the thing I sent you today was they actually hired the guy that designed, like, the, the, the villain's control room in James Bond uh, GoldenEye. Yeah. To make their control room look like James Bond, Goldeneye, supervillains, computer layer, on purpose. See, that's kind of great. I mean, look, I'm of many minds about this. One of them is that, according to Facebook, and like I believe that, but according to Facebook, all they got from me Mm -hmm. was my public profile, my uh, birthday... Yeah, which is something that's available. It's on my CV, mm-hmm. and my CV is downloadable on the internet. So I, I, that's not a concern for me. My name uh, and uh, my friends list. Right. Okay. And that's because whoever this dimwit was who installed <laughs> this 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 software, um, they they that's all that they got from me. Yeah. Other people they've got more. I've downloaded all my data from Facebook just to see what Facebook had. Yes. And all it is for me is pictures. Like like I've seen things where people they have like records of people's phone calls. Yeah. I they, I've they never done They don't have that. that. They yeah. don't have that with me. Yeah. Uh, they, it's all my message messenger conversations. Yeah. Sure. It makes sense that it's there. Yeah. Um, my pictures, well they're uploaded to Facebook. I kinda of figured that yeah. they had access to it. Yeah. And uh, every single uh, you know like I've done all that right. stuff, but it, there's no there's there's nothing in that database that that file they sent me that had um, my records of when I made phone calls and who to, and also text messages that weren't Facebook messages, right? Because people have been posting things saying, "Look, these are regular SMS messages," yeah, and they haven't had that that kind of access to me. I don't know if it's got a, if it's an iPhone, Android thing, if it's a Canada mm-hmm. USA thing. Well, the thing is that so Facebook knew for two years. So, you know, back and when several years ago, Facebook uh, introduced uh, Open Graph or whatever, the app. It was an API that allowed yes. things to um, access data because, it, you know, as, and as many experts have said, like Facebook is essentially a, a voluntary surveillance yeah. uh, uh, program that people are volunteering their data and their, their information. Yeah, that's right. And so they, they created this API so that you could do that, and then they they tried they did have you know some rules around it, but yes. they knew for two years there was a problem, and of course Steve Bannon, yeah, was a vice president of Cambridge Analytica, mm-hmm. and Cambridge Analytica's major funders are the Mercers, who are the own Breitbart, lovely, yeah. So and they, you know, Mercer, the, the the husband. I mean, he's no believer in civil rights or anything like that. He didn't like the Civil Rights Act of nineteen sixty four. Well, yeah, because they were getting up at the. Well, they were better <laughs> off before the Civil Rights Act, apparently. Yes, that's according right. to Mercer, <laughs> yes. this is a man who's frequently redesigning three hundred foot yachts for himself. So again, Bond level super. Yeah, exactly. Villain. This is the, it's, it's kind of beautiful. And then so the. Facebook knew there was a loophole where they could get uh, third-party third information from, from people who hadn't agreed to give up their information yes. to that app. And Bannon knew it, and so Cambridge Analytica knew it, and they, they purposefully exploited it. Like, they knew it was there, Yes. and they went after They designed their app specifically to do those kinds of things. Yes. And see, this is the thing where I, I, it's... They found the loophole. One wonders, and this is, I guess, part of the key question in, in the whole thing, is, is this 
was Facebook aware of this? It seems like they were. Yeah, it does. It does. It seems um, like they were. It seems like they were sort of like they weren't being duped. Is, no. is my yeah. Well, it's and it says from things I've been reading that there's this tension in Facebook like there would be in any company designed to make money between those who want to improve security. Yeah. And those who are trying to sell yeah. stuff, yeah, yeah. right? So the security people are constantly pushing for, hey, we got this loophole, we should tighten this up. And, yeah. you know, the people who are selling things are like, well, you know, we've got these clients. Can we and, close it after uh, I make this deal? Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> it's like, can we close the barn door after? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this and this is the thing, right? So what's, what's happening uh, and what happened, and you said supervillain, what it reminds me of mm-hmm. was a couple things. The first thing I thought of immediately was not this season, but the last season of Homeland, mm-hmm. which was all about fake news and yep. all this stuff, right? Yep. Um, I think, in fact, this season, the second last most recent episode of, 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 of uh, uh, Homeland was actually called The Internet, Amplifiers, and Fucking Twitter, right? <laughs> which is kind of a great title for a TV episode. And the other thing that immediately struck, uh, I thought of was uh, Dark Knight. Yes. Right? When yeah. he sees where all the, everybody is. Tapping everyone's cell phone. Everybody's cell phone. Um, but he, you know, he gives um, Alfred. More, Alfred, yeah. Get, gives him the key to shut it down. Shut it down, right? Yeah. Because he just says, nobody should have this much power. That's right. I need it one time to catch the Joker, and then I need someone else to burn this to the ground. Yeah. Well, it reminded me, and I... <laughs> Ironically, I posted this to Facebook. <laughs> Black Captain America, will be here shortly. yeah, <laughs> they're coming to get me. Um, Captain America, Winter Soldier. So Shield doesn't realize that as a part of Operation Paperclip, the Allies bring in Nazi scientists to the West after the Second World War. Right. So in the Marvel universe, that means Hydra, which was um, the agency, the, the deep deep science agency of the Red Skull mm-hmm. in the Third Reich. Okay. So, as part of Operation Paperclip, S.H.I.E.L.D. takes in Dr. Arnim Zola. He creates an algorithm that by scraping all publicly available records, essentially, uh, it will provide a targeting list of people who are most likely to cause trouble. So, Dr. Stephen Strange and, you know, uh, Peter Parker and, and, you know, this lawyer here, this judge here, whatever. And I thought it was just like that. Now... I think Cambridge Analytica and the SEL group would like you to believe that it was on that level. Yes. But the caveat in all of this, in terms, I mean, the ethical part aside. And yeah, the, yeah, the ethics are a whole thing. And I think everybody who's got a brain thinks it's ridiculous. I'm, yeah. on, on the efficacy side. Yes, that's the, that's the different. That's different Lion part. Ted Cruz did use Cambridge Analytica before Trump did. And yes. it didn't seem to do him a whole bunch of good. No. So I I wonder how much value is there, especially when the when you know they, these guys were caught by BBC or whatever uh, with a camera talking about they were they were doing like you know honey traps like yeah. you know oh you send a pretty girl over to this politician's house and then you take pictures of them yeah. sort of interacting or whatever I'm like if your data was that good you wouldn't have to do this that's right they're just a bunch of dirty tricks assholes and people have been doing dirty tricks yeah right I mean you can go. Well, well and, you, and you know who likes the honey trap? Yeah, the Russians. That's right. That's one of their favorite. That's that exactly. And in the, you know, uh, you got there's 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 that there's. I mean, we can go back with political dirty tricks, yeah. right? So, I mean, you go back to fucking ancient Rome. I mean, 
oh, yeah. political dirty tricks have been going on uh, forever. You're eating giant penises on your villa wall. Yes, right, <laughs> exactly. Um, it's funny to think that you know people think that the the idea of you know because it for some reason became a thing to draw dicks, uh, yeah. but actually, yeah, it goes back to ancient Rome and yeah. before That's where right. graffiti of you know yeah. I'm just going to put a cock on the wall of your villa. You know, it's like, that. I wish that could be a title, but it really shouldn't be. Uh, but yes, I mean, so that's been going on. You got. I think Nixon was better at dirty tricks. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, and, and, and the creep people were better at that. But And then, you know, historically, there's the idea of just screwing with the other guy. So, yep. uh, I, forget what that, I forget what that's called. Operation... <laughs> the Man Who Never Was. I forget the name. Well, of Operation Mincemeat. Yeah, I think that's right. Uh, and, you know, that's great, right? So they take a... Yeah. A guy, a, a corpse, a corpse. Yeah, give him a name. Yeah, and he was a you a British Marine captain, if I'm not Something mistaken. Like give, uh, him a, give him a, a give him a fake give him a whole fake backstory. Yeah, this is way better than anything. Yeah, Cambridge Analytica could have ever come up with, because the Germans end up believing it, right? Yeah, or at least half believing it. Yeah, a quarter believing it. Yeah, there's, there's enough there to make them a little iffy about things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, or 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 the. Uh, I forget the name of the army, but the one that Patton was commanding that didn't exist. Right. Right? That was right. just canvas tanks. Yeah. You know, you can't do that kind of stuff now. Um, but, you know, 70 years ago, back you when there weren't, you, you could do stuff like that. Because, you you know, today, satellites would, would detect that they were yeah. canvas tanks, where you didn't really have the satellites then. I always remember that in my ancient warfare class with Santa Suoso, I think mm-hmm. he taught you as well, back mm-hmm. in Western, how people couldn't get their head around the idea that People back in the ancient times couldn't see beyond the horizon. Like, yeah, it's like, yeah. Well, how do you mean? What do you mean the Persians didn't know they were there? Because they didn't have any air cover, you moron. Didn't have a global positioning satellite. I remember sitting in a class once and saying, I, after somebody asked another guy yeah. asked that a dumb question, I turned over, turned over, look over my friend Donnie. I said, Yeah, but what about the nuclear option? That's right. <laughs> you know, it's like. <laughs> Darius panics. Alexander's getting too far into the empire. We're just gonna, we're just gonna nuke half the empire. Yeah, gonna nuke it from orbit, orbit, man. It's the only way to be sure. It's the way to stop Alexander. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I'm dis- I, I shouldn't say disturbed. I'm not surprised by this. Mm-hmm. I'm disturbed in that it's sharing data that wasn't supposed to be shared. Yes. The sharing data thing doesn't surprise me. Like mm-hmm. the idea that people could look at. Something that I that, that you or I or Isabel or whomever have yeah. posted. They automated that. Yeah, and that's yeah. fine. Yeah. And and looking at looking at things that we've said publicly yep. and being able to then predict Yeah, good luck. But yeah. I mean it's not surprising that one, one would want to do that. It's not that. surprising that they want to pretend like they could predict. That they could do it. That, yeah, that precisely. You are a psychologist, yes, you have a PhD. Like I look at this with yeah. a healthy dose of skepticism going, yeah, like how much do you, th- how much of these, how much credit can these guys really take it's for hard anything? To pr- I don't think you could probably predict individual behavior. You have to predict yeah. group behavior, right? right? So you could make a guess that we could target 10,000 people for a Facebook ad that had this kind of profile. And you could probably be pretty reasonable. Right. You can't, I don't think you can predict what an individual right. does yet. I think that they will perhaps come. Um, but yeah, at this point, no. There's no way you could talk about what an individual is going to do. Um, it'd be easier to predict what my politics are right. by by seeing that I 
by just asking me what my politics are, and I'll tell you yeah. what they are. Like just the, the telephone survey. Yeah, that, yeah. That, that works pretty well, right? Yeah. The polling does work yeah. well, and anybody who says it didn't work well in 2016 for the U.S. election is to take a look and back at the percentages. It was right. Yeah. <clears throat> it's, it's, uh, it's, it's, yeah, it's an electoral college thing. It's the vagaries and, of their and, bizarre And, and where, stuff. how electoral boundaries are drawn. Yeah. 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 But I mean, like I said, I'm not surprised by this. I'm pissed off that it wasn't me who said they could have to share my data, yeah. right? On the other hand, um, I don't also say anything on Facebook that I wouldn't say to somebody's face. So I'm not. There's nothing there that would bother me. Yeah. Really? Uh, though nobody's scraped my messages. That's true. Right? So, yeah. apparently, according to Facebook, and they're probably fucking <laughs> if, lying. If you can believe Facebook. Yeah. If you can believe Mark Zuckerberg. Did you see the thing? I was, I was, was it Orrin Hatch? Asked him how he could make money with, a, with, a, uh, with offering a free service, and Zuckerberg said, we run ads, Senator. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, <laughs> it's almost as good as, you know, a series of tubes, right? Yeah. Uh, pretty great. I was just watching the one senator talking about writing about chocolate and I don't know just, I just to this point don't know where he was going with okay. that line of questioning like if I mentioned something about chocolate and then I started getting all these you know ads about chocolate like how do I stop that like it's like it's, I, almost, it's like, I was watching this going is this a problem for you sir <laughs> so he's actually asking Mark Zuckerberg how to set up his privacy setting yeah, on Facebook yeah how yeah. do I block those cookies how what do, do I do what do I have block ads <laughs> I've already, by you know, I've already seen this ad too many times. Don't send me the tool hose chocolate chip cookie ad anymore. <laughs> but I mean, I, I know a lot of people who think that they should cover their camera up on their on their. Um, Mark Zuckerberg that. believes that too. I do that. Oh, yeah, I know Isabel doesn't. Yeah, I've seen Mark Zuckerberg in interviews sitting inside a laptop with a or a, a, a monitor with a camera built in, and he's got tape over it too. Yeah, I don't know. I think that seems a little. Somebody got uh, their password hacked that way. Who? Oh, I shouldn't have said anything. <laughs> <laughs> oh, someone you know? No, it was like somebody high end, and somebody oh. stole their. Oh, I know what happened. It was um somebody I, big. No, like, I not Google. I saw a thing that where a CBC reporter was complaining about his Michael Enright, right? Complaining that he he couldn't ever remember his passwords, right? Like doing like a kind of a video ranty kind right, of thing, right. and behind him there's a post-it note with lists lists a bunch of passwords. Oh, then that's the whole plot for Ready Player One. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I mean, and I, I I don't know. I'm not afraid of that. I, I did get I got a, I got a great spam the other well, not a spam. I guess it's a phishing scam yeah. kind of, which said that uh, I had been caught watching porn on a camera on oh. my camera on my thing. And that they were going to release this picture. Uh, release this video, the porn video. Yeah, of me. Of, of me. Broadback watches porn. What did it say? There it's, we go. It said, it said something like a, about self-abusing. That's what it said, I think. And then it said, and synced up to the video we were watching. It's like, well, but yeah, no. Reminds me of a... And then it said, uh, and it said but send me $254 in bitcoins. $254. And it's like, no, A, that's not a thing. B, I don't... Bitcoins are stupid, and see, uh, I only got Krugerrands. <laughs> There's our title. Right. Uh, yeah. You have change for a Kruger. You have change for a Krugerrand. Uh, yes, I mean, I found that. Uh, so you see these things all the time, and then you, you think to yourself, maybe it's a different Dave Broadback. I don't know. And then you go look, and of course, 
Well, I keep getting, I do get ones that have are spoofing your Algoma email. Yes. That come to me through Algoma email. I have ones email. that spoof yours. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Dave Broadbeck wants you to look at this. Yeah, I get ones like, from uh, my brother, from you, from uh, yeah. a couple other people, and they're all they all they're all from people, of course, who I know and get a lot of email from. Yeah. And it's not that it's well, you know how these things work. So yeah. I'm going to explain it to you. I'll Dave explain it to you. Okay. You know how these things work, right? So I mean, it's not actually my computer. Yeah. Because I remember back in Newfoundland, there was a guy who went nuts, got really upset. <laughs> what? Just had... one guy in Newfoundland? Well, <laughs> yeah. But um, yes, Keo. But uh, the whole no. What ended up happening was, um, he thought that his email had been hacked. Now this is you gotta understand. This is early two thousands. Yeah. People knew a lot less than. Um, and they were still suffering from the. I, the, the matrix phenomenon. I think yeah. that's true. Where everything was possible through a computer. That's right. Yeah. Uh, so, and I forget who it was actually, but he was he was going crazy, yelling uh, on e- not yelling, but like, <laughs> all caps emails to everyone in the whole university. Yeah. And that's Memorial University of Newfoundland. Yeah. Big school covers the whole province. Yeah. And, yeah. and and complaining about how his email had been hacked and uh, IT was doing nothing and all the spam that was being sent out in his name and it's like I, I kept replying to him saying. It's actually not how it works. Yeah. They're spoofing your... It's got nothing to do with your computer or yeah. anything. It's like, no, it's coming. It says it's from me. It's like, you know, I can send an email that says it's from you. That's easy. Um, but yeah, this guy, I forget. Uh, he was a visual arts prof, I forget, of, of some ilk. Uh, <laughs> I forget what his, what his specialty was, is what I'm saying. Not email. It was not email. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I've seen people, you know, freak out over these things. and uh, I mean, I'm security conscious. Yeah. Um, but I'm not. I mean, I uh, see a couple things happening. Like, first of all, I think everyone's going to, every creepy little company is probably going to try and now see what other loopholes might exist within Facebook. So yes. that's a little bit worrying. Yes. And, you know, Facebook is now facing, uh, you know, it took a, a huge hit to its market value. Yeah. So it might do something screwy. Although, given the amount of scrutiny on it, you would think that... You would imagine that they would be a little careful. Yeah. But I think it just becomes... It just raised its... I mean, it was always a big target. Now it's probably as big a target as it's ever been. Like, what else can we get? And the thing is that... That's where we go back to the efficacy thing. I'm like, what can you really tell from any of this... Cra- like you know, you can tell the likelihood. I think of someone sharing fake news. I think yeah. that's the key thing. Right. If you can find out who's going to be a quote amplifier. Right. So you're almost like an epidemiologist, right? You're yes. looking that's for. Yeah, well, you're looking for useful idiots who will just yeah. Just amplify it, as you said. Yeah. yeah. So so you'll find out that this guy always shares things from Alex Jones. Right. <laughs> right. Which right, wouldn't right, be right, you or right. I, but. Uh, uh, <laughs> So that and that he's pro Trump and he hates Hillary and also doesn't like uh, Jews. Right. I, I'm just assuming you th- Alex Jones, you're probably yeah. an anti-Semite. Right. <laughs> so uh, you put all that in there and you think, oh, okay, uh, here's a fake news story we can plant at some website we just make up. Right. Right. Um, or we can just just take anything from Breitbart and uh, yeah. <laughs> you know. This dude will share this. Yeah, and has, at least there's a high likelihood. High likelihood he'll share it. And then across a whole bunch of dudes like this, yes. we got a really good chance of it. The, being of, it of it, quote, goes viral, right? Yeah. Um, and I mean, propaganda's been a thing yeah. forever. It just hasn't been targeted, I don't think, right? I mean, I mean, it has been targeted, but this is like, this, this phenomenon to me uh, is very much like 
biological virus. Yep. And it 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 also um, reminds me of of um, homegrown terrorism. Yep. Like there are okay. So you don't have to go out and you know, find and train people. There are people that will access certain kinds of information yep. and just go do that they thing will. themselves. That's right. I, I, I saw it. There was a oh a National Geographic thing about terror about 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 hacking and the, yep. and, and how this all this stuff worked. And one of them was a, a guy who was uh, he would get into ISIS chat rooms yep. looking for homegrown terrorists in the UK. Yeah, and it was actually an episode of uh, I forget what the show was, but. Uh, uh, for a, a person who's actually often on Daily Tech News Show, Darren Kitchen, was on it as mm-hmm. well because he was doing. They were doing pen testing at a bank, right? And it was amazing how they watching them do this stuff. Like it right. was all social engineering, and then just getting in, putting in a USB. It was very cool. But yeah, so I mean, you're right. Yeah, so it's it's a matter of like seeding information to the biggest possible population, and the percentages will say there are enough people out there, yeah, that will do what you want them to do, yeah. It also kind of reminds me of what happened with uh, a lot of the MMOs in the early 2000s mm-hmm. with the law, sort of law of unintended consequences. So they introduced, like on Warcraft, the fa- one of the famous ones was they introduced uh, a virus you got in a certain from a certain mob in a certain dungeon. Yeah. But it was possible to transmit it. So players, for the lulls, went around transmitting the disease <laughs> or they would, so that, like, like, the uh, um, Blizzard couldn't keep up with it. Like right. they'd have to do like hard reboots of servers trying to stop this thing. Yeah. And so epidemiologists look at this and like, what, like, like these people are doing this on purpose. They're infecting the whole server on purpose because yeah. they can. And it didn't take that many of them. It didn't take that many sort of vectors to like. Oh no, no, that's right. You know, that's right. Because it takes one person who's got a lot of yeah things to contact, right? Yeah. But I'm thinking about like when I think about propaganda things, like I think about. Stories that, and some oftentimes propaganda stories are true. They're just yeah. told in a very yeah. kind of specific way. But you think about like you know um, Tokyo Rose. I think of the um, the protocols of the elders of Zion, which is yeah, old, that is goody. that's a, yes. And it's, there are people in the world who still believe the protocols are real. I like know. hundreds and millions of people. Yeah, and again, that seems to me it's it. It, it's targeting it's not it's sort of it's information that's out there and if groups want to use it to target it yeah. it's because they already have found they have got an, already have an audience right they've got their echo chamber all set up yes. because they're an organized group or whatever yes but then that information finds individual echo chambers people who are out there who already want to believe that yes and they're just ready to go as soon as someone as soon as the information lands as soon as someone says Jews are bad yeah. yeah I think Jews are bad yeah 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 because I remember and it's funny just after we in our in our and I, what I like to call our comeback special right uh, two episodes ago it's kind of like Elvis in 68 really yes we were both wearing leather suits as well I, right. I kid of course um, from just, here it's just it's, can't it's all pills and booze after <laughs> that's right yeah but uh, well <laughs> die on speak, the speak for yourself buddy uh, but yeah it's uh, we, we had talked about how I, I said that there were you know um, RCMP guys that were inf- infiltrating the FLQ and they yep. would infiltrate two different cells and yep. they would you know yep. Well, it turns out a couple weeks later, I listened to uh, a War College episode, uh, which is a great podcast, and they were talking about Russia in the so late Tsarist right. Russia, right? And which is where the protocols of the Elves of yeah. Zion come from, yeah, because comes from the secret police. But there were so many different yeah. kinds of secret police in Russia, 
Yes. And they, I mentioned this too in the yeah. world that never was, right? Yeah, that's right. They're all They're all going after each other. That's yeah, right. Yeah. So it all goes back to that. And yeah. I mean, this is this is the whole thing is complete and utter um you know, need all the anarchists just Actually, none of them were really... Yeah, because they're all being run... There's as many agents as there are actual anarchists, right? And all these little groups. Yeah. And some of them are... uh, Many of them are getting started by the secret police, but it's like this one or that one, like all the different kinds of secret police. And it's also the case, I mean, like, stuff came out after the end of the Cold War that, for example, the peace movement in Western Europe was infiltrated up to here by Stasi and KGB. Now... Were most of the people who were in those organized? No, of course not. Yeah, of course not. I went to anti-nuclear marches when I was, yeah. uh, you know, in my my teens, and, and, and well, I don't I, I don't remember ever being approached by the KGB. Yeah, but the, you know, you can see why they're doing it because they're hoping that a peace movement would, you know, make the West less able to respond if yeah. you want to do something, and that that movement in and of itself is like like a legitimate <laughs> thing that wasn't looking to. I don't know, betray the West or something like that. They just yeah. didn't want the whole world to blow up. That's right. We were all very frightened, and, yeah. uh, you know, it was a scary time. Because that's what would have happened. Yes. We'd all be dead. We'd all be dead, and then yeah. we wouldn't be doing a podcast. That's We'd right. just be eating each other's brains. But, yeah, um, yeah I, I think back to... Uh, by, by the way, I've, I've heard people talk about, and we've talked about this before, about how, you know, it's the scariest time ever, and I keep looking yeah. at people going, you're not really old enough to remember, are you? The difference now is that it's just it's sort of this constant stream of information. That's the and difference, it's right? Be like then even cable news amplifies things so much, but now that you can have these shows on the internet, <laughs> ironically, <laughs> like, <laughs> she just turned the internet off. That's right. That's right. It's become our mission is to end ourselves. But you know, like the Alex Jones thing you just mentioned. So he's got a green screen, yeah, and a desk and an office chair, yeah. And then him. Yeah. Right? And he maybe have, a, like, a guy to be his producer, right? And then he just goes like an idiot. Yeah. A, a screaming, frothing lunatic for yeah. four hours, and then it's out there. That's right. Right? And people can just subscribe to it. And the thing that gets me about those things is there always have been people. I don't, I don't believe, by the way, believe there are any more people who are conspiracy theorists than ever before. No. They're just I, all out. They're all out in the, out in the yeah. open game. Yeah. Um, you know, there's no more flat earthers than there ever were, percentage-wise. Um, like, <laughs> you remember the guy who traded one red paperclip and eventually got a house? Yes. Yeah, he's a flat earther. Yeah, oh, oh good. <laughs> so anybody who gave him anything, yeah. you contributed to that, just saying. Um, you know, uh, and uh, there, those people are out there. But there's no, I mean, my, my great-grandmother was convinced that the moon landing was faked. On the other hand, she was born in 1891, <laughs> so I can see how she'd be like, oh, there's no way, this yes, is yeah. impossible. Man wasn't meant to do that. That's right. It's violates the laws of God and man. <laughs> Which I believe comes from the ultimate computer, right? Yes. Daystrom. Yeah. You are great M5, I am great. Uh, <laughs> why did they name that institute after Daystrom, after he basically destroys a whole bunch of starships, by the way? Or M5 does. Right. Yeah. That's pretty rehabilitative of Starfleet. It is, and it's like maybe a writer just reached for a name they'd already used See, before. See, I'm thinking you're probably right. We, we watched last night, by the way, uh, for the first time, well, since I was a small child, we watched an episode of Star Trek The Animated Series. Oh, I I watched a few not they're too long not ago. They're not that bad. They're not that bad, and they're, 
They the are drawn by people who didn't have Artistic great knowledge. Skills. <laughs> so that there's that or great uh, opportunity, I think, to watch the original series. I think they they yeah. just had some, you know, stills and had to kind of wing it. Yes, but the, the story the stories are quite are good. not bad. Yeah. Um, in the first episode, they don't explain why that guy is sitting there that looks like a lobster guy. Right. That's just not explained. He's just there. But that's okay. Well, some artists went, oh, we need an alien. I'm going to draw a lobster alien. Yeah. Uh, it actually made Starfleet more diverse. See? Yeah. You see? Needed, sometimes you have to go to the animated shows first. Star, Star, yeah, Starfleet had, had, had a diversity committee. That's right. Not enough lobsters in Starfleet. <laughs> not enough crustaceans. Let's not promote a lobster to the bridge crew. That's right. Yeah. You know, uh, but yeah, they uh, like the one that we watched last night. Like it wasn't bad. Yeah, the story was a, was pretty good. But yeah. of course, the stories are all written by real Star Trek authors. Yeah, the voice acting's a little well stilted. There's a lot. I mean, when you're doing the voice acting, you just pull the cut in. Yeah, I believe Shatner did literally a few yeah. times. Yeah. Um, but uh, on the other hand, sometimes it was like. It felt it felt like Star Trek. I'll say that much. Yes, it felt like Star Trek, and I was I okay thought, with it. I thought so too. I'm not going to watch both of them all the way through. But it's the kind of thing like if it's a half an hour before bedtime, I ah, toss another one on. Yep, wasn't bad. No, I think you know there are episodes there that are better than some original series episodes. <laughs> and and you're right. Like you get like stories by DC Fontana and other David regular, Gerald. yeah, yeah. Uh, regular Star Trek writers who are also science fiction writers. That's right. And they probably had a whole bunch of ideas that they never got to use. When they were shooting the original series, so so why not? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's I like know. I was reading today, like the guy that got shit canned from the Last Jedi before it was the Last Jedi. He mm-hmm. worked for a long time on a script, and Luke was going to survive, and right, you know, there'd be more explanations for people, right, and uh, yeah, we'll have none of that. Then we'll have none of that. I well, would, I would die to get my hands on that script to see how. It, where it could have gone. See, like this track changes through the word exactly. document. Exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> See the point where Kathleen Candy came in and said, you're fired? <laughs> it's, uh, it was available on the plane, uh, but I didn't watch it. Hmm. I watched Mad Men because I'm me. Uh, we actually got put on a, uh, they were kicked Air Canada Rouge, which is the worst airline ever. Yep. Uh, they canceled that flight and put us on a regular Air Canada 787 Dreamliner. Ooh. Ooh. Yes. Yeah. 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 Quiet plane. Yep. Windows automatically dim and brighten up. Yep. Very cool. Uh, except we arrived two and a half hours late, and uh, I felt bad for yeah, my Rouge is like flying Air America. Like Rouge is like flying if Air Canada yeah. Jazz. <laughs> it's like if City Express from the 80s uh, oh, yeah. you know, it, was yeah. having a bad day. Yeah. yeah. And they wear those bad outfits. Like, yeah. Air, there's nothing good about Air Canada. Everything's old. Air Canada right. seems to think the word, uh, the French word Rouge means shitty. <laughs> I think that's what they think. I don't know. Um, are you excited about the expanse? I'm excited about the expanse. Pretty excited. Pretty excited. Uh, not, uh, I mean, there's a new book out now, so they, they got even more stuff to catch up to. So I don't know how. We'll be watching the expanse probably for the next 16 years. Well, so. I'm fine with that. Yeah, I'm fine with that. Well, maybe we should watch the expanse. Yeah. And uh, thanks, everyone. Uh, you can find me at D Broadbeck on Twitter and your. Uh, Ken Herndon Ken Herndon on yeah. Twitter and you can find other podcasts that I do like broken-area.com Isabel's right over there she hasn't said a word but she's on Broken Area you, you can listen to That's Not Art at the Broken Area website we have, we have we're, we're, we're pod fading oh come back people listen people listen I need somebody to podcast podcast with 
Well, if you if you're an artist and you want to podcast Isabel, just give her a holler. That's uh, right. You can find her on. Just contact me. Just check her Twitter. Uh, and, uh, oh, mmvh.ca, uh, best episode ever. And also remember, if you want to, uh, if you're listening to this before July sixth, seventh, eighth, twenty. Uh, 18, the Marshall Clune Podcast Around Tables will be in Hamilton. More on that uh, as things come. And we will see you next time. Mm-hmm.